Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Okay, good to know, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Looking good. It is Look, good to know, Jimmy. Look, it's good to know, Jimmy. Um, it's good <laughs> to know all of you guys. Welcome into the Garden Report uh, here. This is going to be one of those classic Garden Reports, John. 2021, Dude, we haven't even, style. We haven't even started, and like, there's like 75,000 comments already. I'm, I'm, I'm already seeing All of them are about Marcus Smart and a little bit of Tatum. And just anger. And just anger. Um, so we're here, and we're going to do a show. And um, we're going to sure? hear, we're going to feel your rage and we're going to try to channel some of it. It's always funny. I like to, Jimmy, I like to balance things. Okay. If the mm-hmm. rage is very high. You like to I'm, go the opposite. Okay. Uh, not always opposite. But yeah, I see but, what you're saying. You but, don't want to be too heavy. On uh, if I, yeah, it's, I don't want to emotionally hijack uh, people right now and take away their anger and how they're feeling. So I'll let you guys rage. Um, I'll try to stay a little even, but this is as bad as it gets. There's no excuse. It's like when you have this, the, this when team, it, they played stinks. They team, are the worst of the worst. They stink. And when you have these, games <laughs> they really the, do. This team is so bad. All right. They we'll don't get do in, anything. Hold like, on. They tried as hard as they could. Time to out. Lose time too. out. Time yeah. out. We'll get into it in a minute. We do have to mention uh, before we absolutely get started here again. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is uh, brought to you by. Uh, our good friends at FanDuel, we've partnered with FanDuel, as many of you guys know. Uh, gambling became uh, legal. Sports betting uh, went online Friday. Yeah. We partnered with FanDuel. Uh, yeah, it's here. So if you guys are interested in this kind of thing, um, you know, Celtics looked like a pretty good um, pretty good bet tonight. 13. <laughs> Easy. I would um, not have went that way. You know what, though? The only, the only surefire bet in tonight's Celtics game, if you lived in Massachusetts – you could have bet fifty dollars on the Celtics to just score a single point tonight. Yeah. You would have won fifty dollars. What? And it I, turns out that's the only way to win money against. I want to know the. <laughs> I want to know the odds on Joe Mazzulla saying something along the lines of "We got some good looks tonight in the press conference" because I bet those were pretty good as well. But um, <laughs> sign up here, Fanduel.com/slash/Boston. If you do that, you get uh, exclusive offer of. Uh, let's put it up on the screen right there. Why mm-hmm. not? Sure. Bet five, get 200, fanduel.com slash Boston. You can also scan that little code there. That's going to take you right to it if that's what you want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and please sign up by all means. Uh, check it out. We'll tell you more about FanDuel and all the exciting uh, opportunities there uh, that you can get into. But let's talk about some basketball. That's what you guys are here for. Um, yeah, I mean, they stink, Bobby. You put it perfectly. Middle of the season. We're talking about the Rockets, right? Middle. Here's the thing. Yes, middle okay. of the season. We could be talking about the Celtics. You, you know, game four of a six-game swing. You've been out west, you know, a second of a back-to-back. You're doing the Texas two-step, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're like, and you get stuck, and you get, you know, you're, you want to come home. Okay, you lose a game like this. You'd be like, all right, it sucks. This team is, like, minus Rob Williams, friggin' healthy, and about to enter the playoffs, 12 games Off a to good go. win, too. Two good wins. Off, uh, off a good win. And, I mean, they just, just didn't feel like showing up and playing at all at any point tonight. They never took this game seriously. Uh, everything was crap. Just crap performances, crap defense, crap shot selection. Crap, crap, crap. Brutal the whole way through. I mean, so how do you reconcile this, guys? Bobby? 
you worry about their style of play right now. Defense, a non-emphasis for sure at this point in the season. They might have the statistical resume of a great defensive team, but you watch them in a game like this and they didn't play like one. Uh, they gave up rim looks throughout this game. In the end, 54 points in the paint for the Rockets. Uh, for just going right at them. Uh, and then offense, the three. How many times are we going to have the conversation? 12 of 42 in this one, 28%. This is the 26th game, I believe, out of 42 uh, since that 21 and 5 start, John, where you uh, shoot below the league average at 36% from three, and they've only won nine of those games, nine and 17 now over that stretch. Uh, they are shooting poorly often, and when they do, they lose uh, at a high rate. And, and I guess, I mean, Jimmy, your, you know, your thoughts. On this specific game, well, I'll tell you what. I, it's I, this a two a water f- bottle sort of night tonight. Okay? What do you got? Ketchup and mustard now. Ketchup and mustard because we're gonna. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be ranting tonight. Oh my okay. god, dude! It's like You're, the crusty crab. Yeah. Hot dog. Do yeah. like a gigantic hot dog in the room. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um. Really does look like it. Yeah. Super fresh. What's What's in both those bottles? Because I know everyone loves the water bottle. So go ahead, Jimmy. You just talk. Okay. Don't, don't I'm trying. I'm a little distracted, to be completely honest. I've never seen something so yeah. preposterous before. Yeah, but okay. um, I felt like when the Celtics drove the ball and went to the basket, and I know they lost. Third quarter. They lost tonight on a on a layup that I actually had no problem with with the layup. Except I was actually pleasantly surprised that it wasn't some dumb three pointer. But I thought they settled for too many shots tonight. Stagnant offense. Um, we can talk about the defense. I know that's probably what Bobby's going to focus on because, they, yeah, they, could, they, they couldn't get a ton of stops when they needed to against a team that was begging them to get stops. Um, but offensively, it was just like that second half, it got stagnant. Um, I thought that they were, they were just settling for shots. And, you know, Tatum did not have a shot tonight. Uh, we already know that Marcus Smart's been off significantly in all facets of the game. Other than Jalen Brown and, and Malcolm Brogdon, um, really it was a really piss poor effort I thought um, from the Celtics. And I do want to, I do want to specifically single out Jalen Brown. And, well, in Malcolm Brogdon, but those two guys I actually thought did bring the energy and did try to will these guys um, to a win tonight. But two guys just isn't enough yeah. to do that. I mean, imagine if Jalen Brown pretty methodical Brown, comeback. Imagine if Jalen Brown didn't do what Jalen Brown does, right. like. My God, this you is a got blown out. blowout. Yeah. You know, like Jalen Brown was ridiculous and like just a one-man show. And I mean, again, yeah. He deserved you know, the ball at the end of the game. And Brogdon, uh, you know, Brogdon uh, as, as well as you said, Jimmy, I, you know, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Played well. It was interesting. Brogdon was closing, um, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 uh, that. I, he I, went with I, the hot I, hand. Joe doesn't know what he's doing right now. He it, went with the hot hand. Joe has no clue what he's doing. I mean, he's still he's still throwing darts blindfolded right now, trying to figure stuff out. Grant hadn't been playing, puts him in for eight minutes in the first half, never see him again. Muscala just comes out of no – I mean, uh, uh, Cornette comes out of nowhere, dust him off, throw him out there. You know when you're playing White and Brogdon to start a quor- the fourth, you know that means Smart is coming in. So even if somebody else has the hot hand, that means you're going right. to end up bringing Smart back because those guys aren't going to play 12 minutes each. So he's just boxing himself in with some of the stuff that he's doing. It's so perplexing. We're we're 12 games left in the season. He still can't figure out that Marcus is his third best point guard right now. Uh, and 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 I mean, do something, you know. Like, but the rotations, everything is a mess. Fine, that's on the Joe side of things. The other is. 
you can't come to a game like this and just half your guys decide to play and not play. Almost everything is perplexing about tonight. It's kind of all flooding out of me at once. But, like, did Tatum look like he took this game seriously at any point tonight? 5 of 30, 3 of 13 start, 5 of 15 from there. Uh, another slow shooting start, I think 1 of 9 uh, launching them. But we talked about in the group chat, John, they're telling him to do this. They want him to take these aggressive pull-up threes to challenge defenses. The question you have is, do you need to do that on a night like tonight where they're not falling, where you're not playing the best defensive team in the world? It is a bottom five team on both ends in Houston. When he put his head down in that third quarter, he scored at will. Yep. And he ended up rounding out a decent second half and got that great look at the end. So one three-point attempt after that 1-9 start gets more aggressive going to the hole changed his night and the Celtics didn't play with great feel for the game tonight and this goes back to what I said last night John or two nights ago are they so obsessed with hitting these analytical markers with playing the style that Joe wants them to play right now that they're not playing in tune with the game I thought Jalen did he got to his spots he found so many comfortable places to score on the floor and I think he has that freedom to pull up get in the pocket get to the rim uh, get to the corner when he needs to. He has a lot more freedom right now, I think, offensively than Tatum showed to to be playing with in this game. And uh, they, they just look like a very rigid team offensively to me right now. And it really is. Do the threes fall or do they not? And that's deciding wins and losses right now. Well, that's the whole thing is uh, this is where, I mean, they've got a real kind of identity crisis at this point because i think that's the perfect way to describe it you know because, i don't think so i think no, we all know what their identity is i well no i i i mean yeah there's some things that where they're known for jimmy i agree i'm i'm saying the identity crisis is you want to go out and play ball with some you know and use some of your instincts and do the things that you're supposed to do but somewhere in the back of your mind it's joe really wants me to shoot this three so you're behind the line and you're thinking normally I would kind of, you know, move this ball or try to get it into the paint and see if I can do something with it. But it's open and like it's my job to shoot it. So I guess I should launch it because the coach wants me to. So now you're kind of taking yourself out of your own game thinking like, I guess that's what I do. And now all of a sudden you're instead of playing basketball and trying to create good shots, you know, all threes are not the same. But to them, if it's an analytical number and it's just simply I want 45 threes a game, you're like right. trying to fill a quota and you're like, it's open. I better take it. This so, is this is what Jalen told me because I followed up when he said, you know, he told me right. at one point, we I thought we shoot too many threes against New York. Yep. So I follow up with him because, again, Joe, after that says, you know, we need more threes after that Brooklyn game. Uh, Jalen comes and says it's a balance. I think any time a team gets more shots than you with more turnovers and all of the above, it's a recipe for disaster. No matter what the shot is, as long as we shoot more shots, we'll be in good shape to win. Tonight wasn't that case. I forget which night that was. But I think they got a lot more shots than us and outplayed us and out-toughed us a little bit. But it's a balance trying to find that rhythm between taking threes and getting to the baskets. A couple plays in the second half, I felt like I could have got to the basket and I shot a three when I probably could have gotten in the basket. Yeah. So I'm just trying to find that rhythm. And so it's, the that's decisions. the thing is that you're, you're incorporating more thinking than is necessary uh, into this stage of things where things should be second nature for this team right now. They know what they're looking for. They, and that's what I mean by the identity, Jimmy, they should know yeah. what they're trying to accomplish all the time. And instead it's like, 
I'm, I guess I should take this, huh? And they're doing that. And that's weird to me that it's happening right now. And that's part of the problem. You know, what's weird is like Joe Missoula, he's a former, you know, pretty, pretty damn good college basketball player. It's not like he's just like this nerd up in the, you know, ninth floor who's just crunching numbers and saying, you've got to shoot more threes statistics show. It's like, he has a feel for the game, or at least he should. He should know that, and you know, Bobby, if that if that's what your concern is, that these guys are way too concerned with just hitting a you know an attempts number, right, to 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 maximize your value and all that stuff. I just feel like that's a weird. Well, you know what it be, was, that would be. I feel like that would be weird for like a, a an, um, an ex college athlete. I think to, it's a recent trend, though. Whatever happened in that Brooklyn game seemed to send them into a panic a little bit. Like we got outshot in that game. They figured out a recipe to outshoot us and gain that analytical advantage. We can't let that happen again. So I think that became Joe's emphasis in the weeks after. Is the analytical advantage have anything to do with a win or a loss tonight? Or was it effort? Was it not boxing out? Was it, uh, set? Was it settling for shots? Like which part was it? Which part of the analytics saves them tonight? That's kind of what I'm talking about. You can put that in a bucket and say, if you're playing hard, playing smart, playing well, doing all the things you're supposed to do in a basketball game to win, then all things being equal, it's better if your shot profile includes more threes than not. But you can't just say that's what you got to do at the expense of everything else. So, and to saying- be fair, to be fair to Joe, he's pointed that out too. Like you got to get the offensive rebounding right. You got to get the. That's turnovers the thing is, if everything's broken, who fouling. gives a crap how many threes? Like I know we're making a big deal about it, but like it's a strange obsession at this point in the season to like. We need more. We need more. Why are we talking about missed layups instead of this? Like this is dumb. We're good. Like. Shoot more threes, shoot more threes. Do Is anything every- wrong with saying things aren't going well right now? Do everything else first better. And then you will then when you have those the shots didn't go in nights, it's fine. But yeah. they're not doing anything well. They're not defending well. They're not boxing out. What they have 19 assists tonight. They're not moving the ball well. There's nothing going on like in these losses when they're playing poorly. It's a total breakdown. It's not just a shrug your shoulders, shots didn't go sort of game. Mm-hmm. Well, we got so if I hear the rationale tonight, well, we got the shots they didn't go. Wrong. You're broken. You did so many things poorly tonight. That's why you lost. And I don't this think game. that'll be the message tonight, because you're right. That was how this game went so poorly in so many areas. It just wasn't a missed so shot. So many areas against right. a team that is, as you guys pointed the out at the beginning, so they got smoked. This team is so bad. This team is so bad. And I almost feel bad for uh, Silas, the head coach, man. Yeah, because he's not supposed to win. But he also, like, I feel like he's just sometimes just stands there and is like, what are these guys doing out here? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, they take horrible shots. Again, talking about the Rockets, I know we have to specify here, but they they play a lot of you know hero ball, one on one type type shot. They take you know like just bad jump shots, low percentage shots. But they were going in tonight, or at least they were going in enough um, where the Celtics just didn't get the stops they needed and couldn't get. You know, the Celtics would go on these you know eight zero run, ten two run, and get right there, but then they couldn't get that defensive stop right. So, um, and that and that respect John I do think a lot of it did have to do with effort to an extent tonight because I think the Celtics honestly thought that they were just gonna and we've talked about this before they think that they can just roll the ball out there and win the game just by giving 75 percent and it's the NBA yeah this is a bad a bad team 
relatively speaking. But there's young players on this team that can score quickly and can score often if you give them that opportunity to. And the Celtics did. So, um, honestly, they deserved to lose this game. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of fans, and it sounds sick, but I'm sure there were a lot of fans that wanted them to lose this game at the end yeah, because they deserved to lose. Yeah, you, exactly. You learn nothing. Um, they now it's to, just an all-out meltdown by the they Rockets. They need to lose this. Losing this game, you would hope, would mean more in the long run than, than eking out a win if Jason Tatum, you know, hits a three-pointer or something like that. Okay. Um, that's, not, that's not to say I'm rooting against them, but sometimes you have to, to take a step backwards to sort of take, you know, two steps forward. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, who uh, honestly, I, you know, I know this is going to be a major topic. We'll get into Marcus, um, you know, in a little bit. But quote from the locker room right now, I'm not overly concerned with Boston's inconsistency, says Marcus. I'd rather it happen now than we get into the playoffs. Last year, it flipped around this time. We started to catch the rhythm, so we started early. Hopefully, we can catch our rhythm late this time. That's not what happened at all last year, Marcus. You caught your rhythm about 30, 25 games ago, and then you were a wagon rolling into the playoffs. January, um, February, right? So, yeah, so let, let, that's that's silly at this point. It's really late in the game. It's really late. If it's, this is January, like you said, to open the show, John, it's yeah. a snoozer night, and it's okay. This and, is this, and this a... also didn't just happen. Yeah. Like, this has been a pattern. This, yeah, this... And you, yeah, he doesn't need to be a doomer about it. But this, it's, it's bordering on obtuse, you know? Like, if you actually believe that, this is the type of stuff that gets fans a little bit in a tizzy. Like, no, Marcus. And also, you suck. You know, like, and that's what people are thinking right now. Um, right. They're not a happy about it. Would be nice. Yeah. That, that's the whole point is that's kind of what you want to hear. And I know we go back and forth about does it matter what they say, does it not? But you want Marcus to say, like, I sucked or I need to be better or, like, that's kind of all you want to hear anybody in a loss. I want everybody to say I could have done more, but mm. that's not what they're doing. They're just kind of well, remember what? Horford too, a couple weeks ago, or probably a week or two ago. I think after the New York game, not knowing why they slow down late in games, why they struggle to manage these leads, which was the issue before tonight, tonight, of course they trailed. They don't seem to have answers. Now Joe has his, we can agree with them or disagree with them. The players, I think, are rolling with what he's saying. Maybe they agree. Maybe they disagree. I think that's going to be a more interesting thing to hear in the coming weeks is, is where they stand on where things need to go right now, uh, particularly on the offensive side. Because, John, we're still talking about 40 games now where they're 20th in the league on that end. All of that progress from earlier in the season is – effectively gone you have to completely toss it out that's the problem i think in the perception of this team right now you are looking at the aggregate and where they rank and because they were so good early they were so good they were historically good Mm -hmm. by by leaps and bounds in terms of offensive efficiency early and they're fourth now and you look at the aggregate and be like they're still fourth or fifth in offensive rating but they've been 20 something in the league for 50 45 games at four for a way longer period than they were really good at some point you got to look at that and say for 40 something games this team has been a, a crap offense mm-hmm. it is not a shrug your shoulders we got the shots they didn't fall it is a crap offense okay and so i'm not i'm confused why the philosophy is to do something uh, you know and to force the issue rather than try to fix it in some sort of different way and stress ball movement. Why would you not be stressing at this point in time, just playing better team ball, moving without the ball, getting good shots. I don't care what kind of shots, as long as they're good looks. Why are we hung up on this? How much falls on Tatum? Because 
We're gonna go to Joe. A shit ton. We're gonna go to Joe. Everyone's gonna go to Joe. <laughs> Doesn't Tatum have the authority on this team to say to Joe or say to the room, this is what we're doing here? And everyone would fall no. in line. We say that all the time. No, I don't, I'm not talking about a willingness. No, I don't think he has me. the authority. I think so. I he did it in the third and the fourth. I, Tatum has one thing that he can do, and that's to lead by example. Not be sleepy. Not that's sort of what I'm talking about. I, I, see, you're not going to say anything to Joe. He's got one thing to do, and that's lead by example. And do if oh, and so I guess to that point, Bobby. Yeah, if Tatum comes out and sets a tone, or, or you know, and and they're doing it and playing a certain way, and he's doing and he's sacrificing and he's swinging the ball and he's moving without the ball, it becomes infectious, absolutely. But it's it's not it's not really what's happening. It's oh, okay. Joe wants me to shoot, so I'm going to shoot. Right. They want to shoot, so they're not going to they're not going to push back it's on hoisting threes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Remember how much we talked about get to the rim with him last year? It was a struggle getting him to go there, and now he does at a high rate level. Uh, and and when he did it tonight, he got whatever he wanted. Yeah, we'll talk right. more about this. I, honestly, I think this is the biggest issue facing the team right now. What Joe wants them to do versus what they're capable of doing um, and how much it's affecting their game. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, in just a second. But, hey, you know, if you haven't heard, jumping back to the Jason Tatum conversation. Just yeah. Fade, just fade the Celtics at this point. Fade the Celtics. Jason Tatum's got to do more, like, of everything right now. You just – you can't have the – We've talked about Tatum in the Vets. It's almost unfair, John. What? He's gonna do more of everything. I mean, the guy's been in the MVP discussion for most of the year. I know he's not uh really in it anymore, but I think at this point it's Tatum, it's been Brown, and it's been pretty inconsistent after By the that. way. What? We do have Joe talking now. To my point earlier, he said the free throws, the rebounding, the turnovers, the second chances, it's concerning. So he's looking at threes, but he's also looking at okay. fouling, rebounding, and uh, the other fourth factor there, the um, uh, turnovers, which yep. have been really bad in recent weeks too. I don't know how many they had tonight. <clears throat> I don't know. It shouldn't be this loose, this I just erratic late in the year. It is. turnovers tonight. You know, the Tatum problem is always because of who he is. And like the quiet stuff, um, you know, the, you know, not being super demonstrative, except when he's upset or complaining, um, you know, and the, you want to see a fire. Remember the New York loss gets ejected and he's joking about it. Yeah, it's just I think it's I think that's what kind of always irks people with Tatum is like, but you really do like, you know, remember, we always whatever the equivalent of uh, throwing chairs that everybody wanted Brad to do, that's kind of what you want to see out of Tatum in these moments. You know, you mm-hmm. want to see a take control sort of situation For sure. and then it doesn't happen. And then it's just, it might not be, might not be capable of having it happen. But I think that, is a thing for people when they're watching this guy, when it goes bad and they're like, come on, man, you know, if you're not going to do it with your play, do something, you know, like pull us out of this. Uh, and then, you know, Jalen tried to, Jalen did everything. Jalen did everything you expect or want Tatum to do as your, as your alpha. When, when they needed it, he pressed the issue when they needed to get to the bucket, he got to the bucket. He, I bet you, he, if you, if you gave him truth serum, he'd say after the game, I shot more threes than I wanted to shoot tonight too. Cause I felt like I could have got, I could have gotten anything I wanted going to the basket, but yeah, I mean, these guys are, I mean, Jalen's an athletic freak. He should be going to the basket more. I mean, he not did. Just, Right, which is great, but keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like you, he also scored a, a season high forty three tonight. So 
there's a little bit uh, uh i think i don't think that's a coincidence right so um uh, again this was a team that they were playing that almost just like olayed you into the to the lane if you wanted to go in there you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> i mean um, yeah, we talked about the celtics giving up 54 at the rim houston gave up uh just about as many I right think 50 and the celtics could have gotten more is the is the point i mean all the three pointers they took that they bricked. I mean, if you like, if if a third of those were were drives to the basket, yeah, and half of those go in, and and maybe a couple other ones they go to the line. Like, I mean, you win this game. So again, I, and I know that Missoula likes sh- shots at the rim too. It's not not to say he only wants three pointers. He wants only three pointers, and I guess only shots at the rim. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm sure that like, yeah, he was you know, wanting to see some of those shots in the room too. But point being, this team to me has just become too much of a stagnant jump shooting team in situations where they need to be more aggressive. And they and, and I don't know if, again, if that's something from Joe or if that's them just not being able to kick it into that extra gear. They didn't have that extra gear tonight. And like I said, this is kind of aside from Jalen Brown. Um, I just, you know, there, there wasn't enough from the other guys. And we haven't even mentioned Grant, but this is another game that he didn't have any say in. I thought he um, came in and did some good things too early on. Right, uh, and then uh, Joe, Joe obviously didn't. Yeah, gets that he, weak side block. He, well, can't get a, he can't get a shot off anymore, Bobby. Well, listen, who else are you going to? I, I'm just saying, like, I Joe Joe wants you to shoot threes, and you come out there and you can't get a friggin' shot off in, in in the game. Like, sure, he made a block and got a rebound or two, but he didn't do anything. I want to stick on Jalen real quick because I know this is an issue that people are talking about. Um, True or false? Jalen should have gotten the ball in the last last possession of the game. True, probably yeah? true. Okay, I, why I though? True. I thought he had the hot last... hand, obviously, but yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I thought he had the hot hand. I thought he had the right attitude, mentality tonight. Now, all that to say, I was actually fine with Tatum's uncontested Tatum's layup. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was uncontested. He had to kind of go through a couple guys, but he had an opportunity to score through him. So I'm fine with the shot that was taken. But it's a good sh- play. I think it should have been probably maybe drawn out for Jalen Brown. I-, I just think that that's probably a situation yeah, where again, you're not doing you're not doing it. the last shot thing in this game. The Rockets fell down the stairs to give up a I'm not, I'm run, not, I'm, 9-0 run. I'm more saying of is it an issue um, in terms of uh, the Jalen Jason dynamic? Is it an issue like Jalen Brown wondering to himself like why am I not getting the ball? No, I think Jalen's actually in a perfect spot right now. The way they have him playing is exactly what you're looking for from him. But that's not the question, Bobby. question is, if I'm Jalen Brown right now, am I wondering why Joe didn't give me the ball? Yeah, why didn't the play uh, get drawn out for him? It was an inbound to Derek White. And that's a, a fair and deliberate, It was a deliberate play to Tatum. It's a fair question. We won't know until, until yes, Brown, but... Because the, the, the correct we'll answer is... Know, but... The correct answer is, no, Tatum got a friggin' layup. How much better a shot you're going right. to get than that? But the, the I'm more meaning from Jalen's point of view. I'm wondering what he's thinking. Right. Well, we know he has questions about the, the approach offensively uh, after that New York game. It's a good question. Um, I don't think that's what you come away from this game thinking about, though. They got to figure out what they're doing offensively and how to find some balance on that end. And it's interesting. We typically have questions about Brown and him getting lost and him not getting involved enough or he's struggling in this game or he's turning it over. When was the last time we had a Brown turnover conversation? Feels like months. He's shooting ex- incredible. He's playing great with this mask on. He's he 
scored 43 with ease here. This is actually, if we were going to list out like all the good things right now about the Celtics, and there are a handful, they've figured it out for Brown. I, I mean, you don't, he's just going to give you big, big scoring each game. He's in the perfect positions night in and night out to do so. So He's taken a ton of shots, too, since he's come back. I he, love the way he's playing. He, he, he's in he, the pocket. He's at the rim. A he's ton like, of shots. He, I mean, he had that one 10-shot game, but I think it's like – uh, 25 26 27 in five or six games since he's come back uh from 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 the mask there so he is friggin letting it fly uh right now and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing but let me look at it here po- post all-star break 24 21 tw- what are these uh, points shot, uh, shot attempts 15 27 25 26 10 18 25 so he's i love friggin- it because he's so efficient he's gonna hit it to, what is it 16 for 25 tonight He's letting it's it rip. Incredible. I mean, he's not shooting. He's not shooting the three well. He's twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven percent for the month of March, for, which is bring, dragging down his overall field percentage, which is still forty-eight point eight percent, considering how poorly he's shooting mm-hmm. from three. So, what are we learned here, boys and girls? Take it to the basket. Let Jalen give the give Jalen the ball. Stop telling him to shoot threes and let him just go to the basket because right now it's working. In that mid range, it's like overthinking anything is gonna is gonna hurt you in the end. I mean, if you just if you just play basketball, play to your strengths, obviously play connected. But if you're not thinking about, oh, I need to I need to take a high percentage shot, or I need to only shoot from this area. Let the game let the game come to you. You know what I mean? I mean, whatever happened to that? Oh, you're at the play? rim and you're firing it out. I think we've seen them do that in recent weeks. Fire out of a point position at the rim. Rob does that often. Uh, I think White, White does it a little bit too often. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no doubt. I no <sighs> doubt. I, so I mean, you know, it feels like overall, you know, confidence in this team's pretty friggin' low right now. Uh, we do want to talk a little bit about Rob. We're gonna talk a little bit about Grant, but lose a coach tonight too. Le, yeah, well, I I also I'm not gonna get not gonna get into that yet, but we'll talk about it. Uh, but the man, <laughs> the man of the hour, uh, I definitely think, and we haven't spent a lot of time on him is Marcus Smart, at least tonight. But we're trending. The man of the hour. But I mean, we're the man trend- of our hour. That's for sure. We're trending. We've been trending in this direction for a while since Marcus came back. Um, he's been really ineffective, um, and now he's starting to border on a detriment um, uh, on the court. Like it's not just. I think we've all arrived at the, yeah, it's probably, you know, if you're not going to play the hot hand, default to more white and Brogdon late, stop defaulting to smart uh, to close games, tweak those minutes. So they're all pretty close to equal. Uh, and, 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 and tonight it happened, uh, even though again, he got in foul trouble and that kind of changes. Yeah. You had a weird a night bit. at guard with following. Yeah. You know, and so white had four smart had four. So it got a little weird there. So you don't get a true sense of what Joe would do if he didn't, if they weren't battling fouls, but I really think we've all arrived at the conclusion that I think they should be closer to the same 28 minutes a pop, mm-hmm. you know, for each of them somewhere around there. And, and, and you should be closing with, you know, more often than not, uh, Brogdon and White, and not always a smart combo. I'll ask uh, it: Is he playing favorites? So we—it's not just the playing favorites. Like right now, Mark, we we knew what Marcus was playing not as well as the other two. I think we all agree on it. Now he's just not playing well. 
period. So you got to start talking about like potential change in starting lineup, potential change in closing, potential change in like really altering minutes and putting Marcus in the low twenties and giving those guys, if this, if this trend continues, you can't just keep defaulting to him if he's playing like that's this. That's what right I now. mean. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. So like what, what's the reason other than he's comfortable or he's more familiar with them or they have a type of a friendship or whatever it is from being, you know, on the organ in the organization together for you know, more time than, like, say, you know, a guy like Brogdon who just got traded here you know, or a guy like White who was traded halfway through the year last year. Like, why is that, like, his safety net – or I'm talking about Missoula. The the, the safe, uh, you know, choice for him seems Especially to be just he, to he market the, smart. He did the opposite with Grant, right? So Exactly. <laughs> if, right. if you're going to do it to one guy, you should do it to another. We know there's a difference. We know there's a personality at play here. So all the we know, I think we know why they're handling this the way they are right now. I found it strange that they also took a foul with him with the comeback in progress in that last minute there. They had just almost gotten that turnover for the breakout go-ahead. I think they were just inbound after, so they had a foul. And they fouled with him. And was that to get Brogdon and White? Because no. unless he did that on his own. No, no, no. It was certain. Yeah, you brought this up earlier. I, I, Bobby, he the ball went there. He was there. Mark, Smart turned around like, is anyone going to foul him? Because exactly. I'm, out, cause I'm yeah. out if I do, but no one was close enough, so he took it. There was nothing to that other the than – weird Bro- play. It, no, it's just bad, a, bad luck. It was, it was just an inbounds. Proximity, inbounds, and nobody else was there. It went to the guy Smart was guarding. He went out. Uh, it really was fine. I, I think, you, you know – it's and also let's let's not let's be real. Like Marcus isn't the caliber of player that is gonna that needs to be looking around to be like I can't go out if it's Tatum or Brown. Yes, you can't leave Tatum or Brown when when the next possession you're gonna need a bucket. You quit. You can't allow Tatum or Brown to foul themselves off the court. Smart absolutely can. He shouldn't have even looked around. He just dutifully fouls there and calls it a day. That was his job to do at that point. You throw yourself on the grenade. That it wasn't an issue at all. Yeah, I mean, you could have no. put him. You could have put him elsewhere. Did maybe you're looking for the steal? On no, the ball you're there. playing defense again. He's what was it? It was a one possession game, John, and you take him out of the game. Who cares? He's they didn't not take important. him out. He fouled out. He fouled out because the and, ball went to him, and he had a foul. What's he supposed he, to do? Like nowhere in advance do? where the ball's going to be inbound. They passed the ball in. Not put him on Usman Garuba. Whoever's not going to get Why the ball. Why would you do that? You're trying to play good defense. Come up with a steal or do something. You're playing to win here. You're not that's playing a, to, the last thing point. you're worried about there is playing to keep Marcus Smart in the game. It's it's the right. 150th consideration. He's not the type of guy that needs to stay in the game. You're playing to see if you can get right. the ball there. You, you, yeah. you follow you follow and then you get the ball back on offense. Why do you even need him in the game? You don't game even need Smart point? in there. At so that that's point. that's my point. You're looking I think to have White and Brogdon on the no, floor there no, some way or another. No, you're not. It just well, let's happened. look at the foul trouble You'd situation, John. You'd like to. John. I think ideally you do, but I don't think that there was some grand scheme to get Marcus Smart to foul out in this May- game. So that they maybe not, but if you really want to avoid it, I think you could have in that spot. The other point side of that is that they've had games where he's been in foul trouble, and I think they've wanted to keep him off the floor for extended stretches. Now they still go back to him in crunch time. I think the Portland game was an example of that. I think there were other games like that recently where they do make those decisions and foul trouble almost becomes that crutch that Joe leans on to make those decisions. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to make the substitutions and the feel in that spot when he's not in foul trouble. If he's not playing right, if he's not doing the things they want him to do, if he's taking bad shots, which 
Missoula is admitted. I think you can look at some of the shots he's taken and say those are the bad shots Joe's talking about. You go to those two guys because Brogdon and White, it's not just that Smart's struggling. Brogdon and White are playing exceptional. So as you're starting to round out your playoff rotations right now, you might want to start to prepare for a situation where uh, Smart comes in with the second unit. And it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And it's a problem if Smart doesn't accept it, Jimmy, right? Because everybody's sacrificed here this year. Brogdon hasn't started a game. White has played 20 minutes some games. Some nights were like, where was White? Grant's sitting on the bench right now at DNP many nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Down the line, I think almost everybody on this roster has sacrificed in some way this year. Brown even has talked about his own sacrifice. I think everybody has done so willingly. Again, I want to believe in Smart. I want him out there. I want him to work through what he's going through because I think he's that important. But if this is going to keep going in this direction, you can't just go into the playoffs with him shooting 33% and say it's going to come around. Well, Bobby, it's a great I, question for somebody to ask Marcus Smart. Are you willing to come off the bench or, or? Yeah, but here's the thing: is why is it? Why does? Why does like? Why does loyalty matter in this sense? Like, like loyalty Grant, in what way? You know, meaning like, why do we need Marcus? Like, why? Why do you need anything? You just need the person who's playing better. And it doesn't mean it's all going to always be this way. But at this point in time. You know, Robert Williams, uh, if and when he returns, is not the same guy. I don't have the same expectations of Robert Williams that I had of Robert Williams last year prior to getting hurt. Grant Williams is not the same guy right now. So I don't have the same expectations of Grant Williams that I had, uh, at, at, you know, at, uh, at when he was playing better at the beginning of the year or last year. And Marcus Smart right now doesn't look anything close to himself. So why why live in the past? At this moment in time, you play the hand you're dealt. And the current hand... Marcus Smart's not playing well, I think probably because physically he's nowhere close to 100%. So you just have to adjust and adapt. Why force it? Why force the issue here? At a certain point, just move on and figure it out with what, what's working for you. It's happening, sadly, with Grant right now. He's not playing well, so he's out. So what? what are you going to just stuff him in there because he once played well? If he's not playing well for you, he's not playing well for you. You move on at this point. If double big isn't working, you move on from double big. We're all screaming for that. So I don't understand why we have to insist on Marcus, you know, kind of turning and it around and being the guy. Start. Well, I think there's obviously a certain – I think there's an obvious difference between Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Um, yeah, but maybe about... not Rob or maybe but not, not, as big maybe as not double think. big I mean... schematically. You know what I mean? It's like you move on from things because this is what's happening. Like, yeah. it, you know, it is well, what I mean, it the, is at this point. Because they still believe – because they obviously still believe in Marcus Smart and apparently they don't believe in Grant Williams. And, and Robert Williams is just, you know – That's what I'm saying. He's just yeah. not healthy. So it's a little bit of different things. I understand what you're saying, John. Yeah. If Marcus Smart – if they know more about Marcus Smart's health, Marcus Smart's health, behind the scenes and they know that he's not 100% or even 90 or 80%, then they should be having him take a lesser role. And he should be able to – this is a perfect opportunity to take a lesser role. And, and it doesn't even have to injury. be a benching. You can just alter the minutes, as John said, right. and balance them out. exactly. Well, tonight it was pretty balanced, but foul trouble came in. I think it's 27, yeah. 28, 29. That's yeah, kind of closer was, to where you're supposed good. to be, right. Yeah, and you're going to have to figure out your rotations and who's But you still didn't have Derek White down the stretch – of that game where you probably could have used him. I mean, yeah. he came in after a smart foul though, but Derek White's been your best guard, I think, this year, you know, overall. Um, and so it's tough to just have him sit on the bench in a, in, a, in a time where one of your guards isn't playing well, talking about smart, because Brogdon obviously played well enough to get those minutes down the stretch. But, you know, White's a guy that can – White's no slouch on defense. 
White's really at good. all. He's unbelievable. And remember, he's plus defender. Remember what Ime said last year, and this is a big, big quote. He said it over and over and over again. We don't lose much when White's out there. When he would go from Smart to White, yeah. he said we we don't lose and, much. And and that's when White wasn't playing all that well on on the offensive side of things. So and we Smart what? And no, we don't because we don't know ball. But Smart was playing well. And it, and uh, again, John, when it comes to the personalities of this team. Ime would really push the button when it came to checking these guys' egos, holding them accountable, and you know making a bigger time adjustment. And listen, he struggled with the smart thing too. I'm sure we talked about it at times last year. But in game one of the finals, he did keep him on the bench for the fourth quarter as White and Pritchard rolled. You're gonna get. This was the biggest question we had coming into this year, and Smart was so good before the injuries, it didn't become a question and now you're so late in the year your rotations are set i do actually like that starting lineup just, they have just out there right at now. this moment he's not playing well that's no. all we're talking about yeah, right so- now he's off he was great you know he was terrific in the month of december i think he averaged eight or eight or so assists in the month of december really moving the ball really helped kind of you know was you know uh, you know pace that offense keep them going we would notice the games early in the season this is again it's not a bias early in the year when smart was out you knew it right you knew it when mm-hmm. he missed a game or two it was like wow they needed smart and you know it's so weird to that... keep them together you could feel it they weren't as cohesive they weren't the game the games Marcus was out and now they feel aren't it. and now it's the opposite right now he's 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 really well, no they're still not cohesive when he's yeah. out there because he's not playing well right he's so not, when he's playing well they're they cohesive. need the best version of Marcus it's not you don't you're not getting it right now it's weird because that first game back against Detroit, he was incredible. Remember the boost he gave them after yeah. that Milwaukee loss? Adrenaline. And I don't think he's had a great game since. Yeah, adrenaline. Um, all right, we're going to talk a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, stuff here with you guys uh, before we close the show. A couple quick, couple quick uh, uh, sponsor notes again. I'm sorry, guys. We're flush with sponsors, but that's because you guys are awesome. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. We're, we're firing you know, the sponsors. No, that's because you guys are awesome, and you know you bring us the views, and you support the sponsors. We do appreciate that. Uh, my, my sandwich philosophy, Jimmy. Imagine if I sign it, it's going to be like get something that you can't like easily make or something. No. No, always. You're never going to – if you order a turkey sandwich, you're a moron. Like, don't go to a sub shop and order a turkey sandwich. That's ridiculous. But – I wouldn't go that far, but uh, go on. I like turkey. If you go to an Italian sub shop, you're going to – you need a – you got to try a red sauce sub and their Italian sub. And if they're good, then you can go back there and pretty much everything is going to be good for the most part. You can decide. I think the tr- best triumvirate – the three things you got to try if you're going to do it, you got to try the, an Italian cold cut, a meatball, and a chicken parm. You got to try all of those. Yeah. And if you, if I, you, I don't, I don't know if I need a meatball. If if you, no, because a, a good meatball fan. sub it hits the spot and it's hard to get. It's too much. Though. You basically just took a meal and you just yeah. put it in a sub roll. Like chicken parm, you could just eat that. Meatballs, you could just eat those. You just gotta throw that bread in there. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> sandwich it. But you're right. There's a, those are good. What and, about steak and cheese? And if you go to a non-traditional, if you go to a non-Italian shop, you you judge it by its steak and cheese. And if it's got a good okay. steak and cheese, then 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 it rocks. So we won't say this place's name, but you you basically bought like a chicken parm and a meatball, and it cost thirty four bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's freaking hefty. nuts. It's a good amount of money for that. Freaking this is what nuts. we talked about. This is why you go to HelloFresh. That's why you go to HelloFresh. My buddy actually, also. Yeah, go ahead. No, my, my buddy just just to hammer it home. My buddy went on a date yesterday. To a restaurant in the North End, he said it was a hundred and seventy bucks. 
I mean, they obviously got a couple of drinks, I'm sure, but like you could have just had HelloFresh, cooked a meal, brought that person <laughs> That's over. That's my move, Jimmy. Is I don't it like Bobby? going out and dropping these tips, two hundred dollars. I mean, this has been life now for a little while now. So you gotta just—that's what you do, Bob. Have you, the home cooked meal. Yeah, you you, you got you, you're cooking for these girls. Yeah, and it's a big <laughs> hit. I, I bet it is. Yeah. What's your specialty? Anything HelloFresh is offering, but I go with the <laughs> fish. Okay, good answer. Salmon. Good answer. They got the bass, which is solid. I never really had that before. Um, yeah. And then they got some other good stuff there too. Okay. Any fish? My girls, we had that. We had fish tonight. My girls eat. Fish is my good. girls eat fish. Yeah, that was good. Um, so anyway, back to the team here. All um, oh, right, this is Celtics podcast. Twelve. Well, <laughs> I'd much rather talk about food. That was a Jimmy I'd John's talk segment. About sandwiches. I'd much rather talk about sandwiches. Also, I, back to the sandwiches. What, what are your thoughts on egg salad sandwiches? I mean, I actually like egg salad, but you should never order it, and it's probably just not worth eating, period, but I like it. Um, All right, because I love egg salad. It's delicious, but it's just a cholesterol Chicken bath. salad. Also good. Yeah. With cranberries. A good chicken salad is like... With cranberries. Yeah, um, sure. But uh, don't mess around, uh, sub shops. Don't be stupid, okay? These these subs need a soft roll. Don't be dumb and try to get a crusty like baguette style. Baguettes are great, oh, but just okay. to be eaten separately. Don't do panini. And don't do panini. Don't do pressed. And don't do ciabatta or something silly. Just a fresh-baked, soft sub Italian, roll. Italian with ciabatta is not bad, dude. I'm going to tell you one other thing you can't do, okay? A spe- here's the biggest... Can I ask a question real quick? We were talking about Italian. What's what? Take me through your Italian sub. Like, what do you put on it? The classic one. Okay, you go oil and vinegar then, or do you go mayo? Some people go mayo. So I don't, um, and I like mayo, but I don't do it there. I just do a. I'll do oil and vinegar. Uh, yeah. I think uh, as long as you have hots and pickles, you don't. Nothing else matters. But if you want to do uh, any I of the pickles. other stuff, that's fine. I hate um, pickles, but yeah. anyways, what was your last thing? Um, so there's three ways to do a steak and cheese, and this is how you know of a good place, okay? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Number one. The worst way to make the, the worst way to make a steak and cheese is to grill the steak dry and then put the cheese on top of it and toast the, the roll. That's terrible. That's serial killer type stuff. <laughs> serial killer. If somebody made you that, run. <laughs> run as fast as you can because you're about yeah. to get your head chopped off. No, so you have to you, – so you obviously have to do that on the grill, but you can also yeah. do – it's the same thing with the um, uh, uh, same thing with the, uh, with the chicken parms and the meatball parms. You either put it back on directly and let the heat of the sub melt it, but it doesn't always <laughs> melt all the way through, or you you're toast it. down, Jimmy? You yeah. toast it and you crunch the bread. Or option number through. three, you put the whole thing on a plate and heat the plate and then <laughs> scoop it into the bread. That's the best what way to do it. What do you mean you put it. the whole thing on? After from the grill? There's a, from the, there, from there's the a, pan? There's a sub shop in the, in the North End, Monica's. That's how they do it. If you go order oh, a chicken, yeah. if you order... If they're Mercado, they're 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 shop there. If you Monica order, is Italian. You would go that you would get the Italian there. But if you order like a chicken parm sub there, they put the chicken and the cheese on a plate, put that that in an oven, melt it there, and then they take it and they put it in a soft roll. They don't toast the roll wow. or do anything stupid there. Don't touch it's the roll. Brilliant. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. But I uh, Monica's is the goat. I would say. Yeah. Across the street, Dino's their subs are like this yeah. big. I would say, yeah. and their steak and cheese is pretty good, and their chicken palms kind of. This isn't yeah. bad. I like this. Uh, this is pretty good. Um, you, you know what's funny is, <laughs> this is my favorite comment if I can find it. 
<laughs> oh, Olive Garden. Yeah, unlimited breadsticks on this show, everybody. That's good. We should get that as a sponsor. Olive this Garden. is this. So no earlier, earlier, earlier in our chat, Bobby said, "Boy, I'm really worried about the Stoudemire thing." And both, <laughs> both Jimmy and I were like, "No." So this yeah. is how, this is how much I think of the Stoudemire. I I moved sandwiches on the rundown. I moved sandwiches <laughs> yeah. just ahead of Stoudemire. Just yeah. so you know. What did Bobby said? Like, oh, that's really going to come back to haunt them or something. Well, like let me that. ask you this. Okay. We don't know because I never know. But, Bobby, you're the closest to the team. So you tell us. Um, you know, <laughs> Joe, there are some people who thought Stoudemire was the uh, – was. do I have a graphic? No. Uh, who th- thought Stoudemire was the coach uh, or should have been the coach. Um we had more experience, a little bit more gravitas, a little bit older, didn't get it, thought it was kind of odd. For some reason, the people in the room liked Joe better. They liked his basketball sense. I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but Stoudemire had to just kind of swallow this pill and be like, I'm behind this dude, and he's done a dutiful job here. But, um, you know, he runs he runs for it now, takes the best job, realizes there's no future for him here where this was probably his next best shot uh, to get a to head coaching gig. Uh, takes a G, uh, Georgia Tech job. Uh, are they going to suffer for this? How important was he? He was next in line after all the guys have already lost. And it's a culmination because you've lost Ime. You've lost Will Hardy, who's a big deal. And now Damon, right down the line, those were your big three guys with gravitas, as you said, experience and good game planning. But with Damon, especially with where the staff's gone now, where I think it's a lot of younger uh, kind of skill development guys, a few former players in the mix, college, like overseas level guys and Dobbins and McClay. All you're really left with is a shooting coach and Ben Sullivan on that bench next to Joe in terms of guys with real rock solid experience, particularly playing in the league. And that was the big one for Damon. These guys knew him. I think he had a good rapport with them. I think he could be the guy who was in their ear making the tough comment, especially with Marcus. And that's where I'm going with this one is why it's concerning to me. We had this big smart conversation tonight and Damon's the guy who comes in before last year and works with smart day in, day out on the point guard stuff um, on managing the offense, just with little nuances of the game. And this, I interviewed Damon back in October about this. Um, and one of the most interesting things I think he said was that uh, one of the things for me, is always locking him back into the turnovers, the careless turnovers. I think Marcus is a great passer, facilitator. Sometimes he gets a little bit careless with the pass. I think those are one of the things. And then two, just keeping us organized. Those are the biggest things for me, really important in terms of shots and all that stuff. I say nothing. I don't coach that. I try to coach the things about controlling the team, knowing what the game needs at the time on the floor. So he was telling me, you know, he'd He'd be on Marcus after some of those careless plays we talk about, and he'd be the one going to him and really drilling that out of his game. And we saw less and less of that in recent years. I think Damon's the biggest reason, or one of the biggest reasons, I know he's worked with Chauncey Billups and a couple other guys, who made smart this point guard we look at him now as, a guy you really trust leading the offense. And for him to walk out the door now and not be there day in and day out with smart is really concerned to me because who's left on that staff now who can really say this is what you got to do in this spot when is he leaving tonight was the last night effective immediately i I didn't know if he had a a little run okay yeah tonight was his last night with the team 
so that's kind of yeah that kind of that's kind of a whiff that he couldn't finish the year i guess but i mean i get it it's just recruiting man you got to get you know they 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 right. there's they're probably doing no, whatever they're doing makes sense. or i don't even know if it's that he's just got a freaking you know it's a long you're talking about you can't start that job for potentially 3 plus months for sure no it makes all the sense in the yeah. world it's just it's just it's a tough break for them um you know i think at the end of the day they should be able to they should be able to get by without him but to your point bobby it does seem like he had a really good relationship with some of those players, um, certainly the guards, uh, Marcus Smart um, specifically. So um, I guess we'll find out how much of an effect. Um, and it's the last have. major, major remnant of that Ime era, the short, short Ime era. Can it be an era? It was yeah. one short, year short ago, era. and it lasted a year. <laughs> it lasted six months. Well, it was certainly impactful. And again, uh, yeah. what, are we, what are we talking about in terms the of differences era. from last year? Rob's the big one. What'd you of say? Course. Differences from last year versus this year. Rob's a big one, but a lot of it's the makeup of this coaching staff. It's changed substantially, and it might change some more into the offseason. Now, you know, I was worried at that point, but I know you guys don't think this matters. When it happens at the scale that it's happened here, though, and you don't know what Joe's going to be able to fill it in with, yeah. that's where you get a little bit concerned here because they built a perfect staff. They really did, and it had an impact. Uh, now, yeah. I'm not saying it means nothing. I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, I don't know ex- how much day to day Stoudemire had to do with, you know, game planning, all this stuff. So, I mean, they have to find somebody or or somebody gets to, you know, fill that role in some capacity. Um, so it's, I think it'll be Sullivan. Yeah. So I'm sure Missoula's I'm, I'm, I'm sure that everyone's happy for Stoudemire for him get, to get this opportunity. But I'm sure they're all bummed out that, you yeah. know, they lose somebody with that basketball knowledge and who's had that sort of relationship building that he's had. Also, for what it's worth, I refer to last year as the Wancho era. <laughs> right. The as Herman a, Gomez. As yeah. it should be. Um, st- uh, That's a sandwich in Toronto. John, Tatum Tatum gave you the quote you wanted. He took responsibility. There it is. Good. He I took responsibility th- personally? Yeah, he, uh, he blamed his inconsistent energy, according to Chris Forsberg. I take the blame for that. I didn't necessarily start the best, and I feel like that kind of spread throughout the team. And so I have to be better starting the game just from an energy level. So Yeah, you do. I was looking at his stats, too, in first quarters. You can sleepwalking, man. I think he's like 44%. Is he shy? Time. You know, like, you know, like one of my kids is shy. It takes a little while to warm up into a group setting, you know, and, you know, it takes them a little while in the games to get going. And then once, you know, once they kind of get the rhythm, they're like, go okay. And they're like, nothing was wrong. See him just like, what is he, is he, is he shy? Why can't, why can't he get it going early? What's going know. on? What do they need to do to get him going? 44% field goal, 32% from three in these first quarters. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, let me ask you guys this question, and we'll close on it. Right now, at this point in time, the Celtics are the blank best team in basketball. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Bobby goes like Bobby goes second. I'm gonna go two. I knew you would say two. That's why I didn't want you to go first. Fourth. Fourth, who are you putting ahead of them? Um, I'm going to pick the Bucks. Okay. I'm going to pick the Nuggets. Nuggets? And I'm going to pick – hold on, let me pull it up here. 
I'm picking really? the war. I'm picking the Warriors ahead of them. Oh, wow. Are you? You probably could. To be honest, I don't worry about any of the West teams. The you Warriors. The Warriors are going to the final. That. I don't know. If, I don't I'm know. Picking the Suns with with um with, with KD. With KD. He's apparently gonna play. By the way, through the ankle. Come playoff time. Are we talking about right now? The Celtics aren't the second best playing like the second best team in the NBA. What's funny is that the Philly's playing better than them, but the Celtics will still beat Philly. That's why I didn't say Philly because they're gonna beat Philly. Because they'll beat Philly in a series. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix is tough, but again, who cares about how you stack up against teams in the West? That was the question. I'm just answering the question, Bobby. (laughs) Fair enough. If you want to mix in West teams, you could throw them down to three or four, maybe. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if they're not better than the Bucks, then they're not going to have to see any. Weakness. So that's the one that matters right now. Is how do yeah. you feel about the Bucks? And the Bucks are better. I still say the this Bucks, about the Bucks. The Bucks are a more veteran team. I think they have less respect. Uh, I think they feel like more disrespected, and and place, they got motivation from last year for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, have, they play uh, sound fundamental basketball, um, and they're big. They have size yeah. size advantage over the Celtics team. Here's what's really becoming concerning for the Celtics too in that seeding race, by the way, because where are they now after this loss tonight? Are they three games back at this point? Because the Bucks just win every game at this point. They're still two. Um, if you're the two seed, you're going to be in that Philly-Boston second round, uh, which I know you feel good about winning, but that's it's going to be the free throw parade. It's going to be tight games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a rock fight. And Milwaukee's going to be playing who? Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. A little more manageable for them on that side. And first round, you might end up with a Miami, uh, Toronto, some of those teams that I think could push a series just a little bit longer than you want a first round series to go. So this seeding does matter, among all the other things we talk about down the stretch of this season. I think one's a real advantage, not just because you'll get game seven at home against Milwaukee like last year, but you don't want, like you'd remember, I don't know if you saw that Philly, um, Milwaukee game, Jimmy, last weekend. Philly, Milwaukee. Uh, I didn't see it. It ended that Milwaukee win streak, the long one. I think it was like 16 games. Mm -hmm. And they're just ripping each other's limbs off. It's Giannis and and Embiid smashing into each other on every play. You want that going on while you're playing the Knicks or Cavs or something. Right. um, And waiting for one of those two to escape that series. I mean, Embiid's playing like an MVP. I mean, he's going to make a late charge for the And if you don't have Grant... Like that's impactful in that series to me. Well, they do have Grant, but they choose they, they choose him. to ignore but, him. But if yeah. you don't have the Grant from last year, if you're struggling to play him and he's really not performing, that's going to make a Philly series harder, and it's definitely going to make a Milwaukee series harder. So that's well, why I still think that's a big deal. Muscala I'm getting worried, lurking. guys. I really am. Like I am this close to saying this just isn't going to be the year for them. Ooh, how close? We couldn't see. Like this close. Wow. That's I think the gross. um I I think the problem is unless like unless there's a you got two things happening right now at the same time. Uh both This is that, a championship or bust year, John. It, it, it's a championship or bust year, but the 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 total lost year from Rob and we didn't even talk about Rob. Rob's comments today and I don't want to get into it was basically like What's I need just, real quick. I need to move more like yeah. to get you know, <laughs> Ramping up my um, ramping up my movement in my movement routine. Being able to move a little more in my movement. So right now his movement is is hindered by moving. Okay, what's yeah, getting what does in, this rehab getting, entail? There's no movement. What's getting in the way of his movement is moving. Um, which doesn't sound encouraging. And I'm guessing he just tripped on his words here. And what he's basically saying, I'm just trying to move better, which we get. 
Uh, yeah, but we've it, been trying to move better. We've been we've been trying to this get you to, to move better and jump better and 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 shoot better and run better and, and show not, up. Better. Nothing is working better. I but, hate the tightness designation too. It come on, it, it, is it a strain? It's his knee. Oh, this, I thought it was a hamstring. It is, well, but it's John's, a lie. John's, it's a lie. Yeah, John's okay. different. There you go. That's what was diagnosis. It's it, it's it's like if you just put a heat zone around the portion of the injury, it's like yeah. it's one of those it's one of those like hurricane maps that Trump you know with the sharpie. <laughs> it's around yeah. the it's, that it's, hamstring, but it catches a little of the knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's category five yeah, at the it, knee it's, right it's now. It's all around it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. but it's a. Uh, I mean, Bobby, again, we tie, it's a lost year for Rob. Smart's banged up and not playing well at all right now. Um, and you've Grant's got out problems. of the fold. Lost year for Grant. Grant. Grant's a mess. Right. That's that's the whole point is you you make your calculations based on what you think you have in the fold and, and, and what's working for you, okay? So you look at the pluses and minuses, you know. Uh, Derek White's a big plus over where he was last year. Malcolm Brogdon was a big addition. Um, so those Jaylen. things – those things alone should help you. I think Tatum and Smart, Tatum and Jalen are, are doing exactly what Tatum and Jalen you expect them to do. Mm-hmm. Their scoring is slightly up, but so is their usage, so is their shot volume. But they're about the same in terms of the caliber of player they were last year. Not leaps and bounds better, but they are what Tatum and Brown are expected to be. And then at, off of that, Rob, who's the ceiling raiser, has been a total friggin' bust. Horford is still Horford, uh, and you've gone backwards now with Smart, backwards now with Grant. So you're, lo- it's have you taken enough steps forward right. to 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 counterbalance some of the stuff that's taking you backwards? Um, not if you're a slam, dude. They were when everything was clicking. It was a slam dunk, punch your ticket to the finals team. Now it's a slug it and out. Can and they see- flip a switch and get back? Now to it's that. a slug it out and see what happens. No, but unless not flip the switch team. I, it's not a flip the switch. I think you need. I think. I think there's some elements to that though. You John, need. If Tatum's flying around and screening and rolling and doing all the things we saw him do it, but he doesn't. No, but you don't think he could do that? He Instead, won't. he's apologizing he for won't. being sleepy. He won't, guys. Bobby, this is a, a. We have to at some point accept that, like, this is a team that three times during the finals said they didn't come out with energy. That's a problem. It's always been a problem. So it's not as Jimmy said. It's not a talent thing. It's not a. It's not a switch flipping team that just decides here we go balls to the wall every single game. It's a team that constantly runs into has big games and big situations and it's like yeah we didn't really we didn't really come out of the gate with what the intensity we needed and it's just perplexing conference finals nba finals to be still having those conversations is nuts to me so i don't think they're flipping a switch they might get healthy and then kind of lock in what they're supposed to be doing from a rotation standpoint heading into the playoffs and that's the best you can they hope don't for even at this know point. that yet though but and they have another, no clue that's another disappointing thing i had tonight because early I noticed Tatum's energy right away, and that was a big problem early in this one. But you go into that second unit, and you see Griffin, Hauser, and Brogdon again. You're like, all right, they found something. They're going to roll with it. Let's see how this goes. And then all of a sudden, Grant's back out. And then it's Cornette in the third, and you never see Griffin again. Remember all that talk about Griffin after the last game? Like he was about to fly in and replace Grant. It was going to be a lock. Nobody we know said Griffin, that, Bobby. I, there was I, a lot I, of Griffin I, hype coming out of last no, game. No, Bobby, nobody said that. 
It was a lot that. of Griffin hype coming no, out. No, there wasn't. Game. No, there wasn't. I think he can contribute, but it was no an, one's it was an acknowledgement of him having played well that game. I don't think anybody is pointing to Blake Griffin as a savior or somebody who's going to clearly supplant well, Grant. This is what I'm talking about. It's, with a, Grant. it's more of a referendum on how poorly Grant is playing that Blake Griffin right now looks like he's more useful, which is sad. It's not because we're t- saying awesome things about Blake. It's it's more a knock on Grant and the way he's playing right now. Yeah, Bobby, you got, know what I want? a lot of stuff to do over these last 14 games or whatever it is. You know what I want, Bob? And it won't be until, I guess, the Celtics come back. But I want a Gallinari update. That's what I want. Haircut. That's I the update. I saw the haircut. He's got a good haircut. I want an update on his movement. I want to know if he's moving at I the want same to know what he orders in an Italian sandwich Rob's shop. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I'll say this. <laughs> I, don't, with mortadella. I don't think you're going to see Gallinari this year. Boo! That's not what you know. What I don't want your update. Anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Joe Sway. Yeah, the, here's your Gallinari up, uh, uh, update. Mike Muscala. Okay, that's that's. <laughs> did your he Gallinari play tonight? Update. He didn't, and that's why they lost. Whew. That's another thing we gotta talk about is the deadline at some point. No, we really is don't. there another one? No, <laughs> the what they did at the deadline, or what they didn't do. Is that what yeah. you're getting at? Yeah, you know, I I like the Pirtle thing. I always did. I thought I had a nice new element to the team. I think you're a boomer bust year. You you bought low on a on a um, on a Mascala, and you got what you paid for. It looks like so. Again, far. you you again. I would say, sure, that's fine. If you hadn't already made so many trades to improve this team you made a trade last year using a first and then you made a trade at the beginning of this year using a first you do it again but you only make so many of those how many teams have traded three firsts in the last three years all right john so when they lose in In three three trades uh, when they lose in the playoffs i don't want to hear you upset i want to hear you say well they still get those picks in a couple years and that's going to add to the depth into the future and they don't matter. I mean, it's this year, and it's a championship robust year. You have to get a bona fide guy. It's not. A, it's not a one win. This isn't the last year of like their window, though, Bobby. I mean, you can't. You can't just sell out for this year. It depends how you're looking at. Like, are you going to bring back Grant? Are you going to keep this core in place if if they lose this year? There's a lot of different questions when you're looking at the outlook of this team because you could have kept Pearl potentially, and that's where it got tricky because he was a free agent and he probably won a big role which he got in toronto which is where this gets most complicated but you could have kept him around with it with a sizable offer after this year potentially now is he the guy i don't know i look at him in toronto he's playing great but he misses every free throw he takes and there's some concerns on defense i get it but you were buying into this double big thing you were looking for rob insurance and rob goes down and now they're back to small ball, and they really don't have Grant in there to supplant the um, front court depth. Horford, who I think has been sensational, really got hit hard in the lane tonight, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But like, he's not. They that's, were, that's they his were thing. going at him. Yeah, I mean, that's we're you're not expecting that for him. What I find strange on these Horford games is him only attempting three shots and two from three can't isn't a byproduct of Horford. 
it's them not finding him. Yeah. Like, it's so odd. Like, he's there. Like, why are there games where he you hit him and he takes six, seven threes, and there are others he has three shots total. But, I mean, that's who he is right now. Anyway, we're going to spiral out of control if we get into this. It's a pretty bad loss, and we all know it. Uh, we thank you guys for hanging out with us and talking. Uh, what's our next Thanks, stop, guys. Bobby, Wednesday against the – Minnesota? Bobby tweeted hours before the game, you know, this could be a 6-0 and road trip. For the Celtics. No, so, that was a text. Text. That was an honor. I'm sorry. It was, I, I meant, that's what I meant. An internal text. Um, <laughs> so that didn't it. happen. You can edit text now, so you can go back and... Uh... <laughs> Editato como. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to... Uh, uh, yeah. Minnesota, Portland, Utah, yeah. Kings. How many wins are they getting out of those? Two. Um, let's tell you one more time about sure. fa- about our, our guys over at FanDuel. Uh, check that out if you haven't already. Can't uh, wait for the Danny. Pop reunion. over there, FanDuel.com slash Boston. If you want to sign up, our exclusive wagering partner, CLNS Media Network, and here at the Garden Report, as we said, bet five, get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. You yeah. can scan that little code situation right there if you want to get in on it. Uh, FanDuel.com slash Boston. Please check it out. Guys, where are we right now? Where are we here? Where are we? Oh, oh, I think the meter is pointing to where we are. Yeah. Oh, this is the original panic meter. I love that. Oh, there you go. I yeah, wish it was moving. Cut me and Joe Sway out of there. Yeah. Look how happy you are, though, in that sec. Look at the other one. That's how you are when it's, <laughs> when it's panic time. They, they took a picture of me where I've got uh, my uh, glow rings around my neck from whatever my daughters were doing that night. No, this is this is you watching like a Celtics meltdown in the fourth quarter. That's what you look like. <laughs> oh, I don't believe I'm going to put on lipstick. I'm so upset. <laughs> I am so upset. Where's my lipstick? Look at uh, me. Still, we're still number two. Yeah, Bobby... That's, Bobby that's in this picture over there. Like what what like <laughs> video game did they pull that picture of you out of? Where you're like the hero. <laughs> I love Nick does the best graphics in the world. I, oh, I don't I don't care what don't you guys say. Said. That, don't say he'll hear you and then he'll make them a lot oh, more. No. Well, he's gonna text us a hundred of them. Oh, use this one, use this one, use this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, what what's the vote? Is it the OG panic meter? I like that. If that one was moving, it'd be exceptional. Or this one. This one's not moving either. Yeah. No, Bobby, but the other one actually moving? moves. If it, I'll send it to you guys in the text, but it moves. Once again, new, new, old. I old. like the old. I'm obviously gonna get pick old because I'm on it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the other two on the other one. No, they don't. Yeah, so that's an uh, one thing choice. we're gonna tell you that we didn't uh, announce it. Uh, we'll probably roll it out. Um, Ahead of Wednesday's game is the uh, latest Garden Report bracket of Garden Report-isms. Things we say on the show, things that we roll out on the show. We did this last year. The winner far and away, runaway winner, was phenomenal. The rules this year, phenomenal doesn't get to be part of the bracket. Phenomenal is out. Someone else's thing win this year? Because I... Uh, are we going to talk about what's in the field at all here? Are we going to leave? No, we'll, we'll roll it out. We'll put it out on Twitter and then we'll do some polls. You Wednesday. guys can vote on Twitter uh, and we'll also put up a poll in the show. We'll tabulate all of them. We'll get to the sweet 16 at the end of this weekend and then we'll keep whittling it down from there. So I don't even know like college. I have a very powerful no idea. 
I think I'm the favorite to win again this year with one of my things. But uh, you okay. might be most it's, likely. It's gonna be Luke's lemon. Yeah, yeah, sneaky one seed. <laughs> Though I'm making uh, John, John's pies and water bottles. Oh, that's you know, a good that one. Like a, yeah, the pies are like a, a good one. That was like a conference champion, John. Like this new team that came out of nowhere to the field. Out of yeah. nowhere. Got hot at the right time. <laughs> yeah. Right when it mattered most. Got hot at the wrong time. I see yeah. a few sleepers in here though. Yeah, is it too late to add a uh, John sandwich shop to the uh, to the garden report? Uh, we can. Uh, no, uh, they 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 missed it next year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hold on, I might have something for Brockton us. Brockton Wi-Fi is probably. Is that one back? Oh, we're not supposed to tell people what's what's on. There. I can toss a few out there. There's a few good ones. I mean, that's a that's an OG. Wow, one. I see a good uh, eight seed in uh in hand size. Oh, I don't know there's how moving. Ended up as a... There it is. There you go, Oh, Bob. look at that. <laughs> there it is. The panic meter. I think people are... most. I, I think a lot of people are between me and John right now. Yeah. Let's see it again. I think if you're Where not... Are we? Where are we? I think if you're not... <laughs> you're. On, stop it. <laughs> I think if you're not, you're in denial. Yeah? Really? Oh, man. No, no difference is me and John have been there for... They're two know, different two words to me. <laughs> Yeah, but, but first we're like, are they as good as we thought? As because we, th- I thought they were really good. You know, yeah. It's like I'm not sure. Well, I sounded the alarm first. <laughs> they might not. That. Okay. Oh, like okay. The well, three, the three. Give stuff. me the, give, give them the, give them the award. Like the three stuff really worried me from the start. Um, it flipped the heads. Bobby's on the room. Bobby's in the panic. <laughs> no, panic but it's it, for me. It's worry. I, I'm worried. Put Bobby in the panic room. I'm not yeah. panicking. I don't think there's anything worth panicking. About right you now. just said you were this close to like calling the season over. Blorp is Jimmy. No, oh, I good. said, and I, I am Blorp. And I am Blorp. <laughs> I said I'm this close to saying they'll fall short. I still stand by what I said um, last week. There's no way they lose round one or round two. I think they're still sizably better than the field uh, three through whatever in the conference. But it might be harder than it than it needs to be in those series, which is where it would get concerning, especially against the Philly. Like, I don't think Philly could beat Boston in a series, but you might go seven with the parade of free throws and a bunch of banging. And yeah. Okay. You don't it's love a, that. It's officially tomorrow, so we're going to wrap it. Clock struck midnight. Good night, guys. Sandwiches, night. water bottles, blorp. Blorp, banging. Yeah. Blorp still hanging around in there? Blorp, panic meters. We've got panic it all. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it. We'll see you guys. Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network.